What's poppin' everyone, and welcome to the Rocka's Modern Life Podcast. If you're new here, I'm Rocka, obviously. And for those of you who have stuck around since the beginning, you can probably notice that there's something a little different from the setup. Well, for starters, I'll be having no guests on this podcast, and this episode will be a lot more personal as I talk through my journey throughout the Rocka's Modern Life Podcast. So if you're not interested in what I have to say, or if you're interested in my guests, which is totally fine. Why are you crying? Um, you could skip over this episode, but if you are, I'm here today to tell you why I might quit the Rock as Modern Life podcast. That was a hoot! What is poppin' and welcome to the Rockas Modern Life show. My name is Rocka, future veterinarian, ex-varsity athlete, and dude who loves to talk about all things hot in PH pop culture. Despite the name, the show ain't about me, but truly about the unique things that my guests bring to the table while also providing some quality kalokohan. So buckle up and let's get rockin'. So if you made it past the intro, first of all, thank you because that means that you're actually interested in what I have to say today. Because to be completely honest, this is going to be a very different podcast from what I usually do. Like I said, there will be no guests in this episode, so it will be a lot more personal. So thank you for caring about what I have to say, for appreciating the work that I do, because honestly, this setup is still super weird for me. Like, not gonna lie, this is actually my third take already. serious in trying to create this episode because it's just so weird having to talk to a camera and not having anybody on the other side and it's very awkward for me personally i'm still not used to it so future okay why don't you drop that beat okay now we can start so i've been podcasting for about a year and a half now and i've learned so many new things from my guests and from the technical things of running a podcast that I feel like it was important to just kind of look back on the journey that has gone. As of today, we currently stand at 50 episodes and I have two shows, the RML show and the Homie Hump Day show. And back when I first started in June 2020, I had no idea that I would reach where I am today. And what started off as really just like a passion project on the side, not really putting up much focus to the production side of the podcast, I'd like to personally believe that my production quality has really grown over the duration of the podcast. Actually, I remember the first season that I did the RML podcast. In my intro, I said this is by no means professional. But as time went on, I started setting a higher bar of quality, professionalism for myself, which is why I ended up creating the Homie Hump Day show which is really just more of a raw version of the RML show. Still with like the same energy, but more uncut. Just really giving you listeners uh, an ear or an eye or set of eyes for what conversations are like between me and my friends. So that's how the Homie Hunt Day came around. And next thing you know, I'm running two different shows on one podcast. And I was then posting every week, twice a week with Homie Hump Day and the RML show, but that was just way too much. And I had to learn that the hard way by burning out a couple of times. That's a lot of damage. 
until I reach like the perfect sweet spot where we are today with two episodes a month. And if you guys are frequent listeners to the show, you know from the intro that I always say that it's not about me, it's always about my guests. So you might be thinking, Rocket, what are you doing putting out a solo podcast where all you are doing is talking about yourself? Well, personally, life has changed so much for me since the very first solo pilot episode that I did that I feel like you guys needed a catch up with sort of what's going on in my life right now. But before we get into that part, I think I want to talk a little bit about my creative process for creating the podcast. You know, just in case any of you guys were curious or if there's anybody out there that plans on creating a podcast for themselves, maybe they could learn a thing or two from my mistakes and what I've learned throughout my year and a half of podcasting. So the process always starts with the guests. Like, what guests am I going to get for my next episode? What topics are we going to cover? So I usually start from the ground up and start with the topics. Like, what are some topics that are trending right now that I'm also personally interested in? Something that excites me. So I start off with the topic and then I search my friends list on Facebook or Instagram or even accredited individuals that I found online in hopes that I could get them on my podcast. So after I got my guest and my topic down, then I just send them an email. Very simple email or chat asking if they'd be down. And luckily, if I am um, privileged enough to have some guests waste some of their time on my show, then I schedule them for a recording. From there, I move on to outline creation. So from the general topic that's going to be discussed, I like to think of about three to five questions that I'm personally interested in but at the same time, um, it's basic enough for someone who's not knowledgeable about that industry or profession so that they could learn about what it's like. I also like to keep my questions a little bit open-ended just so that number one, it's a little bit easier for me as an interviewer so that I could ask follow-up questions in case the conversation runs a bit dry. Or number two, so that my guests have the freedom also to cover some topics that I might have overlooked during the outline creation. After that is number three, which is the fun part, recording. And this is one of the things that I love most about the podcast, just because of the fact that I get to connect with people and build relationships despite this online platform. You know, this is the time where I get to catch up with friends or ask industry leaders about the things that they're passionate about. And overall, this has definitely got to be the most enjoyable part of the process. But little did I know, this is actually just like the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the workflow that goes into creating a podcast. So this next step is actually arguably the most difficult for me because of the fact that I have to rewatch the podcast episode. And it's not difficult because of the fact that I have to rewatch the entire thing. Actually, in terms of mental energy or focus needed, it's probably one of the lower ranked ones. But what makes it extra difficult is the fact that I need to listen to myself speak and talk all over again. And that one is just agonizing because guys it never gets easy having to listen to yourself it's just the weirdest thing in the world you never quite sound like you think you sound in real life which is weird for some people it may be good some people it may be bad but at the end of the day it's always just gonna be weird so weird (laughs) and that's probably the most agonizing part of this process but at the same time it also does come with some pros because 
as you rewatch the episode, you get to kind of reabsorb the things that my guests uh, have shared throughout the episode. It kind of like solidifies the information in my brain and at the same time kind of encourages me to uh, branch out from those concepts into my personal opinions as well. So after the timestamps is the audio editing and this is everything that I learned um, throughout this process when it comes to compression, EQ. To be completely honest, I'm still a noob when it comes to these things. Like I'm still learning on the fly, like just adjust like a little bit of things just to make the audio a little bit more crisp. But other than that, this part's pretty um, easy to run through. Try to eliminate some of the excess sounds that come in the background, whether it's a dog barking or a door opening and closing, um, just to make the audio experience for you guys a little bit more smooth. And then comes the video editing. And this by far, I think, takes up the most time. Not the most difficult, but the most time because here I need to incorporate the timestamps and notes that I got from rewatching the episode and kind of fine tune it for the official episode to be posted. So everything from adding the little sound bites that you guys hear throughout the Rock as Modern Life show, um, fixing all the cuts that may have happened due to poor Pinoy connectivity or whatever it may be, and just making everything from the intro parts to the mix segments and incorporating my ads. Um, this is where the real um, work goes into creating the podcast. And lastly is the pub mats and descriptions. So this is everything that you see on Instagram, on Facebook, and all of the uh, text that you read under the, the episode that has the timestamps and the plugs. That all goes into the creative process as well. So initially, when I first started out this podcast, I thought that podcasting was one of the easiest things to do because all you got to do is talk over a mic with some friends or colleagues and just post it and upload it and set it and forget it. Psych! But as it turns out, there's a lot of work that goes into creating a podcast. And of course, for those of you guys who are interested in starting, it doesn't necessarily have to be this complex, with this many steps. Um... But just personally, as I started growing as a podcaster and a producer, um, I kind of set that uh, level of standard uh, quite high for myself because um, I've been doing it for over a year now. There have definitely been a lot of things that I've learned throughout the process, both good and bad. But why don't we start off first with the good? So obviously, I think the most valuable thing that I learned throughout this process are the lessons given to me by my guests. For the followers of the show, they know that I've covered a wide array of topics, everything from sports to business to spirituality to relationships, um, just anything under the sun, any hot and trending topics. I try to cover it just so that I have an extensive library of different topics for anybody that might be interested in tuning into my podcast. And if I were to kind of condense all of the learnings that I got from my guests, is that motivation follows purpose especially during these strange times where more or less we're kind of restricted to our own homes it can be very difficult to find motivation you know every day kind of feels repetitive like you're doing the same work day in and day out it's normal the start feeling burnt out after a while because of the repetitiveness of everything and I'm pretty sure uh, you guys can relate with me uh, when there have been times where you're just searching how to feel more motivated or um, how to get 
more done in today, how to be more productive. And one of the things that I learned from my different guests throughout the duration of the show is that motivation follows purpose. So I think it's really important to find out what's your purpose in life? What gets you excited and what's your passion? Because at the end of the day, your end goal and what resonates most with you is what's going to keep you moving on. Even on the toughest days where you don't feel like working anymore, when your body's telling you to stay in bed those extra 10 to 15 minutes, it's your purpose and your uh, passion that will really motivate you to get the work done. And I've come to the conclusion that if you love your work, then you'll never have to work a day in your life. So aside from my learnings from my guests, there were also a lot of things that I learned about myself, like learning how I work and learning about my different energy levels throughout the day. I feel like those are all very important uh, self-realizations that I might not have learned without this podcast. You know, everything from task and time management. Um, nowadays, I'm running a lot of different things and um, have a lot of different responsibilities. So just knowing how to efficiently manage all of my tasks and manage my time more importantly, because time is really the most valuable resource that we have in our life, mainly because of the fact that we can't buy it back. Uh, Money will always come and go, but how you spend your time is what's going to define who you are and who you are going to be. Aside from that, I also learned a lot of soft skills throughout this podcast. Everything from the technical aspect of running a podcast. So like I mentioned, audio editing, video editing, even PubMed creation. I, I never really thought of myself as like a visual art type of guy, but throughout this process, I'd like to believe that my PubMed has got a little bit better throughout this process. And another thing uh, that I learned in the technical aspect of these things is writing because I never thought that there would be this much writing involved with um, a podcast, mainly because it's um, an auditory or visual experience. To my surprise, there's a lot of writing that is involved with a podcast, everything from the description making um, to the intro and mid segments um, to the outline creation. There's just a lot of writing that is involved with running a podcast and it's one of the skills that I like to believe I got better in and started to enjoy throughout this journey. And of course, there are the other soft skills that are consequently involved with podcasting, such as interviewing, uh, creating a connection, and asking questions on the fly, interesting questions at that. Another thing that comes with the social platform that I'm doing is listening. And I feel like that's a skill that has kind of dwindled as of late, you know, with life has this everything so fast-paced you know instant gratification from your phone to your laptop that oftentimes we forget to listen to the people that we're talking to you know just giving that person 100% of your focus and really trying to absorb what that person is trying to say is such an underrated soft skill that I think I have learned throughout this process and another thing that I learned about myself is the fact that I just genuinely enjoy creating content. I like the process of, you know, starting out with just an idea and then putting it to something tangible like a video podcast or an audio podcast and just seeing how much it impacts some people's lives. I think that is a feeling that I have never got before and it's just something that I genuinely enjoy. Now, it goes without saying um, that this podcast 
also has some negative sides to it. Um, just like anything in life, there's always two sides to a coin. So I guess the number one thing that I never really expected is that running a podcast by yourself is incredibly difficult. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the process, there's like an entire workflow that I have to go through by myself. And of course, it would be a lot more easy if I had more people in the team. But at the same time, I don't have the finances, bro. I'm broke, nigga, I'm broke! To pay them, so um, it's all on me. And my podcast has grown, yes, like in terms of production and a little bit in terms of metrics, but definitely not enough to sustain the amount of hours that I put into it. And I am passionate about it, but after a while, you know, it kind of started to feel like work. And the worst part of it, work that I'm not really necessarily getting compensated from in a tangible manner. Um, of course, all of the feedback that I've received and the um, intrinsic happiness that I get from creating this podcast all feels great. But um, generally, when you're working your ass off for uh, whatever it may be, your job, for school, um, you kind of want to get that type of compensation back um, towards your hard work and there have been times where I just feel like not necessarily that I've been wasting my time but that I didn't use it wisely because of all of the work that I put into this and that's when uh, things got extra difficult for me because it started to feel like work and I started this podcast as a creative outlet just something to do in my leisure time and something that I enjoyed but once it started to feel like work, that's when I really started getting burnt out. That's when I wasn't really motivated to create more content for you guys and for myself even. Because it was never supposed to be work, it was just supposed to be fun and play for me. But with all of my requirements from school and all of my other responsibilities starting to pile up and then adding the podcast to that, that's when it really um, got tiring and started to feel more like an obligation than something that I wanted to do. Like, I just felt like I was just going through the motion of uh, finding guests, interviewing them, and everything that goes into the uh, post-editing operations. Um, I just felt like I was going through it because it was just another task that I needed to get done, and I wasn't genuinely enjoying it anymore. And I felt like I was just personally stagnating as a producer, as a person, and as a host. Like, I felt like some of my takes were getting pretty repetitive or kind of corny cliche personally what i like in podcasts are when there's some discourses right you know when it becomes kind of a debate more than kind of uh yeah dude yeah solid like yeah no i get you and i agree personally as a consumer i just feel like it's not as interesting to listen to when your host is just agreeing with everything and i think because of the repetitiveness of everything because of the lack of mindfulness during the interview um, that's what kind of what caused me to stagnate as a host one of the reasons why i felt like i was stagnating why the podcast started to feel like work was because the podcast just wasn't aligned with my personal goals and purpose anymore like the reason why i created this podcast was to just inform people about uh, pop culture and society here in the Philippines for younger generations thing just make it entertaining for people make learning a more fun process for them and while I still firmly believe in that philosophy of putting out educational content in a fun and easily digestible manner it just wasn't really aligned with who I am today anymore 
and that's why I feel like breaks are so important because when you're getting tired you need to analyze why you're feeling tired why you're feeling burnt out because breaks allow you to take a step back and to just sort of reflect on um, the journey that has been and who you are today and what your mindset is like as well and one of the things that I realized during my break is that who you are today is not who you were yesterday so that sounds super vague and super cliche but let me explain as you grow you obtain new experiences and learn new things about life and yourself more importantly and by taking the time to kind of reflect on where you are today uh, makes you realize that a year and a half changes a lot about the person so when i first started out this podcast i was literally unemployed because i had just graduated from up dilaman and i literally had no job was not working with any organizations or doing anything else other than netflix and playing some video games like most of us were doing during the pandemic and that's why i felt like i wanted to create the rml podcast just first of all because i was already on zoom talking to a lot of friends you know all the inumans and just catching up with them and i felt like a lot of those conversations were really insightful for me and it would be nice if somebody else could listen to that as well just given the time of where we were in life like everything being locked down everybody being so far away and um secluded from everybody else my drive to create the podcast was so that people could feel more connected and uh, more up to date given those strange times but since then my life took a huge turn in where i am today so for starters i actually got into vet school i remember my first couple of episodes i was saying i was planning to get into vet school and i actually did get into vet school so far i've been enjoying every second of it it's extremely challenging as you may have heard from my episode with ara but i'm extremely grateful for being in the situation where i am today where i get to learn about the things that i'm passionate about which is animals and another thing that has changed throughout my life is I'm now part of an organization for the future. I've mentioned them a couple of times throughout various different episodes and they were an organization that I always personally admired and looked up to the work that they were doing and they were created by some of my good friends. Shout out to Isa and all of the others that we mentioned in my previous podcast with Isa. They were just doing things that I was passionate about so I decided to apply at first just for a volunteer thing and next thing you know I was absorbed into the organization and my role in FDF is in the branch of Keystone so I'm the co-project head of Keystone where we mainly focus on wildlife conservation and education so if you don't know what for the future is make sure to head out to instagram check out some of the work that we do because keystone is really just a branch of it and i really feel at home with for the future because i'm working towards things that i'm passionate about that i genuinely care about which is our animals here in the philippines and educating people about the awesome and unique animals that we have in our archipelago and last but not the least i'm also part of a school organization now and for any of you guys who have joined uh, college orgs you already know how much extra work goes into that so just juggling all of these different things currently while trying to do the podcast has just genuinely been a lot like 
there's so many times where I felt like quitting um, one thing or another. Um, definitely not, not that school because that is really my main priority. But with everything else that I've been doing, it's just started to weigh a lot on me. And just comparing to who I was back when I first started the podcast to who I am today and what I'm doing today, it's just almost completely different. And that's why I think it's important to note that as you grow, your goals and purposes can change. And I think that's completely fine because who you are not today is not who you were yesterday. You know, this was like a really lengthy way of me explaining why I might quit the podcast. So you might be thinking, oh, Rocker keeps talking about who you are today. It's not who you are yesterday. Who are you, ba? With a lot of reflection and just really trying to realign with myself, I've realized that my love and passion for animals and science is really what drives me on a day-to-day basis. I like turtles. So I just want to share with you guys um, my journey to getting into vet school because I think it's a little different from everybody else that might be in vet med right now. So the start of this story obviously dates back to my childhood and this part's not exactly unique, but you know, growing up, I was watching cartoons here and there, but for the most part, I think what really caught my attention, what really had my focus was the animal and nature documentaries or TV shows. So everything from David Attenborough to watching Steve Irwin on Animal Planet or National Geographic, just those types of content is really what caught my eye and what started my interest and passion for animals. So much like any other boy animal lover, it probably started from dinosaurs and I'm no different from that. So I love dinosaurs first, but upon realizing that I didn't want to be dusting sand all day and standing under the sun all day, um, that's when my passion and love kind of shifted towards animals because they are the creatures that we share our beautiful planet with. And for me, they're really just like real life aliens that are living in our planet. That's why I never really understood why some people are just so enthralled with life out of Earth when there's honestly a myriad of species that currently live on our planet that we haven't even discovered yet. I mean, the ocean, we've only tapped about like 20% of it, something like that, don't quote me on it. There's just so much left to be discovered and so many fields of science that deal with our animals that are untapped, which is why it excites me. But as I got older, you know, living in this concrete jungle, which is Makati City, Um, Obviously, my exposure to animals was limited. I would only ever interact with animals if they're pets. So mostly dogs, cats, sometimes birds that you see on the street, but not much interaction there. And unfortunately, my love and passion for animals kind of took a backseat as I was going through life. You know, everything from going through high school, puberty, and my shift kind of got focused towards sports because as you guys know i'm an ex-athlete and i played baseball for 16 17 years of my life and that's what really took most of my focus and was a priority for me at that time but as i finished my first degree in up dilaman after i was done with my baseball career it kind of gave me time to reconnect with who i really am and at the time actually Uh, Before even graduating, I was kind of 50-50 between human medicine and animal medicine. Um, Human medicine, mainly because it just made more sense at the time. I was taking up sports science. I already had a decent knowledge towards um, human physiology, definitely human anatomy. Um, It just made more sense at the time. And I was actually studying for the MCAT for a couple of months. But 
as I was about to take my test around March 2020, COVID drop. So that kind of got derailed and, you know, with all of the time alone during the pandemic, it allowed me to reflect and reconnect with my truest self. And that's when I came to realize that my passion is really with animals. And one of the things that really drives me or what I would say is my purpose in life is to just make animals cool again. Maca, put that shit on a t-shirt. Because when I really started thinking about it, it was people like David Attenborough or Steve Irwin that really inspired me to love animals. They were the ones that uh, motivated me to do my own research on learning more about them and learning more about the science, which is zoology and animal medicine. And one of the reasons why I think I was so inspired by these people was because they made it relatable. They made it cool and easy to understand these animals and connect with the audiences that they were presenting to. And that's something that I really wish I could do in the future. Um, just being able to save animals in the micro scale by literally being a veterinarian and giving them the best possible healthcare that I can feasibly do. And at the same time, at the grander scale by sharing my enthusiasm for animals, by inspiring others to be interested in animals like my idols once did. Because another thing that I always like to remind myself whenever I'm working hard for, uh, for the future project or something with animals is that it's hard for people to care about things that they don't know about. So the only solution to that is by educating others and by hopefully inspiring them to start getting engaged with the amazing species that we share our planet with. So I want to be able to share my enthusiasm and interest with others so that hopefully they could do the same. So I guess wrapping up this podcast, um, you might be wondering like, what's next for Rockus Modern Life? What's to come? I think just to clarify, I'm not gonna stop creating content. Definitely going to take a bit of a break from this finale to what comes next, but I think you could certainly expect the Homie Hump Day episodes to continue because that's really just a conversation amongst me and my friends. You know, very minimal editing, so it doesn't take up much time at all for my week. And, you know, podcasting is still something that I really enjoy and it would be nice for me to continue doing that and continue reconnecting with some of the homies I have. But in regards for the Rock Small Modern Life show, I think this may be the end for the show. And it's been a great ride. Like I said, I learned so many things from my guests, but it just doesn't align with who I am anymore today. So I'm definitely leaning towards creating a lot more animal content. I'm unsure about this though, like still gonna need to do a lot of my research and see if I have the time for any of this anymore. But that's just something that I'm really passionate about. And if I could do work, that aligns with my passion and purpose, I feel like that would be the best way moving forward. So just keep an eye out for that. So to wrap up the pod, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting me and choosing to listen to the Rockus Modern Life podcast. I seriously would not have grown this much as an individual and be able to put up 50, about 50 podcast episodes without the support of you guys. Like seriously, all of you listeners are really what drove me to continue keep continuing the podcast and every like every share every comment was super super appreciated because you know it just makes me feel good that 
the work that I created is actually being enjoyed by others, which was kind of the whole purpose of this podcast. And most especially also for those who have messaged me personally, just saying that they enjoyed the podcast or learned a thing or two from one of my episodes. Um, you guys seriously rock and mean the world to me because um, you guys were my motivation to keep continuing. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me throughout this crazy journey. It's been good. It's been real. It's been real good. And... I'll catch you all very soon. Deuces.